All right, what up, Johan Yox? This is obviously just starting uh, on the Rambling Viking podcast. Welcome back. Got a special episode for you today. My sister, who a couple years ago asked me, hey, will you show me how to strength train, has seen massive gains, and I'm not just talking in strength and muscle, through her almost two years of strength training. And I noticed a difference. She noticed a difference. We talk about it all the time. And I said, why don't we sit down and talk about it? So I had her on the podcast, kind of talk about her journey, where she started, what she thought, um, <laughs> her experience with me as a trainer, and, and all the benefits that came outside of being just physically fit and strong, that actually some of the biggest gains she saw were mental, emotional, helped her in school. And I think these are all massively undersold, underrated, undervalued, underviewed benefits of strength training. Most people think, oh, you just want to go get buff. And it's like, hold on, going and pushing heavy things every day can actually see benefits far beyond, far beyond the, oh, I, I look fit and built some muscle. So, so it goes so much deeper than that. And now it's part of her daily routine. She didn't need me anymore as a trainer. We talk more peer-to-peer than trainer-to-trainee. So anyways, we sat down, had a great conversation, and uh, I really, really enjoyed it. So without further ado, here was Rachel's fitness and specifically strength training journey. Um, so enjoy. What up? What's up? <laughs> I, I pre-record intros, so now I can just like be stupid and real awkward when, when I hit record. It used to be I used to try and do the intros, and now I can be like, shama ding dong <laughs> throw people off. But all right, we're here with Rachel. What's up? Um, Rachel, how long have you been strength training now? Um, probably about two years now. Okay, yeah, because I'm uh, trying to remember when exactly you hit me up to be like, hey, I want to learn how to strength train. Can actually look it up real quick. Oh, you can. Yeah, let me look it up real quick. Give me how do six you, seconds. How do you have that? Well, you remember when I used to track, whenever my my weight loss journey, whenever I first started, kind of working out. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you exactly when I started working out from that oh, point. Oh, that's cool. Because I started losing weight first, and then I hit you up about wanting to work out. Right. April 12th, 2021. It's whenever I started lifting. Yeah, so right about, we're just, we're almost to the two year mark. Almost. Yeah, because I'm trying to remember, because I'm pretty sure, like, once pandemic hit and I was at home all the time, like, I remember, like, I'd go to the. I'm really trying to remember. I was able to go to the gym at like eight or something, and because we wouldn't have stuff and we weren't doing events. And so I could go, like, I didn't have to go super early. And so I think I started in 2020, really getting back in the gym. And then you hit me up in April and we're like, hey, I want to learn how to do this. Yeah. And at that point, you had, you'd been in school for a full year, basically, doing online stuff because the, Correct. the, that pandemic thing. Yeah, that thing. Okay. Yeah. So now, um, yeah, now you've been doing it almost two years. And I think you come a long ways, right? Life changing. Yeah. For real. Tell me about it. Um, so just not only physically am mm-hmm. I in a better spot than I was almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, mentally, I am in a better spot. Okay. Not just with, you know, um, stress, mm-hmm. but with self-confidence and knowing that I can do hard things if I put my mind to it and if I work at it. Like snow skiing. Yes, snow skiing. Um school. Mm-hmm. Never been good at school. Um and just challenges um that I've been uh challenged to like the push up thing that yeah. I was doing with you for very well, yeah, pre dinner push ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those fell off. That's um fine. That, like, Mm -hmm. two years ago, I probably would have said, no way, I'm not strong enough, I can't do that. But then, seeing you do it, and wanting to be um, in the mindset of, well, you know, if if Gus can do it, and Juliana can do it, then I can do it. I mean, I'm strong enough. So, started doing it, and 
just being able to break that barrier too mm-hmm. of um you know telling that little guy in your head shut up i can do this get mm-hmm. out of my way that doubt mongrel that ginger yes. that lives in the back of all of our minds it's yes. like no nah, you're not you, you couldn't do that exactly and then also just being able to realize um whenever you go to the gym yeah you're not going to be as strong as everyone and not everyone is watching you lift. Almost no one, actually. No one is watching you lift. You... And if they are, what does it matter? Yeah, they're probably just saying, wow, look how strong he or she is. I watch people lift. I, I glance when people are lifting all the time to watch form. Exactly. Or if they're doing a lot of weight. And I'm like, I want to see this guy knock this out. Yeah. Um, like, there's a girl at my gym who deadlifts 350. Jeez. She does uh five by five <laughs> she is a beast that's crazy and i look up to her yeah. i don't know her name i've never <laughs> met her but in my mind i'm thinking if she can do it i can do mm-hmm. it and i will do it well and you build you build some a weird silent distant camaraderie mm-hmm. like there's all the regulars that i see almost every morning and we never actually interact unless they're like, hey, are you done with this? Or I'm like, hey, are you done with this machine? Yeah, exactly. But it's like, <laughs> but we all, I know, we all know that we all go to the gym. Yeah, we and all see Some of these people talk to them, but I think here pretty soon I'm going to start maybe just being more friendly and open. Mm-hmm. So uh, talk to me about what made you reach out to me. Um, so like, like, cause you, you, you. You'd been going to the gym. You'd gone to the gym for stints yeah. previously, right? Yeah. At first, um, I was just doing it to lose weight because I'm on this medication that just makes me gain weight and I need to... She's chock full of steroids, kids. Yep, yep, yep. I'm pumped full of the juice. <laughs> Juicing all the time. <laughs> but basically... 23 it makes years. Your, it, makes your, it makes your weight like... Like, Fluctuate. It, it, you're ba- it's basically like putting, it's like, hey, how can I make it really hard to, to maintain my weight? Because your yes. weight fluctuates. And your doses change because you go for, yes. you know, occasional, you go for your yearly checkups and whatnot. And your doc says here, how your level is doing, adjust your dosage. And so it's always been kind of up in the air. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my medication makes me have a lot of water weight. Ah. And... Um, so whenever I first started kind of gaining weight, um, I just did cardio. So yeah. I just did when, like, when was this? Uh, probably about six months prior to April. Oh, okay. So, so I prior to that never really worked out. No, okay, never really worked out. I just tried to watch what I ate. Mm-hmm. Um, healthier. A lot of us watch what I eat. They watch. We watch it go right down the gullet. Oh, I know. Always <laughs> right always. in. <laughs> I watch it all the way in like a good receiver. You watch the ball in. You watch you watch <laughs> the Twinkie in the mouth. Make sure it goes all the way down. Yes. Anyway. Yes. Um, so I would always try to eat um, healthy. And if I did eat bad, I try to eat like in small portions mm-hmm. just because I knew. Um, but I was doing like the elliptical. Yeah. And I, I got up to like four miles. Jeez. On the ellipticals. I was on the so, elliptical for like. 30 minutes just going hardcore i mean i I was the elliptical girl for six months (laughs) yeah and we all we all every gym has them i was that girl who gallops oh she's like she's like oh yeah she does the arc elliptical where it's like you can do the stride length yeah if it's on bands it's not a set stride and so and she's like whoa she's doing like bounds like antelope bounds and and like her head literally bobs below the the back of the screen and then comes up (laughs) so like when i turn around i'm I'm doing my warm-up on the treadmill and i turn around and walking backwards i just see her head just bobbing above and just up and down it's like golly yeah Okay, so you did the so you're doing that. How was that going? Um, it was going good. I slimmed down, but I just kind of got bored because I would I would watch these people, these uh, men women lift weights, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking I want to do that, but I don't know how. Yep, that's a lot of people. That's most people who yeah. don't strength train, but maybe want to. And also, one kind of downer to my medication is it um decreases my bone density. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything about it. Yeah. And so that means that you've always been more apprehensive regarding injuries or Correct. any pain. Correct. I mean, I can always remember you talk about, like, oh, my knee's feeling weird. Can't do anything. Like, 
because yeah. it takes you longer to recover. Yeah, it takes me two to three times longer to recover. So I, you know, if I do do something, I try to make sure, okay, I'm going to do it kind of gingerly at first to make sure I don't get hurt. So then I'm not, you know, down for eight mm-hmm. weeks. So um, I wanted to keep my bone strength at least, you know, better than it was. Okay. It, I, I didn't know my bone strength, but I wanted to hit it early. Earlier than later with keeping it strong than when I'm, you know, mid-25 and I'm being told I maybe have osteoporosis. Yeah. So that's when I reached out to you to ask, um, hey, can you help me with lifting weights? So you actually had the realization of like, I need to do that to get stronger. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people who are in similar situations, meaning they have some sort of joint problem or issue, they look at it as, I can't do that because it will hurt it. And no one thinks, how can I do that so that I can actually make it hurt less or make it less likely that uh, sooner rather than later? Like for me, it's my ankles, right? Yeah. All the ankle sprains, I'm like, shoot, you know, at some point my ankles are probably going to get arthritis. It's probably going to be like, and who knows, I may even have to have a replacement in the future. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. what can I do? Stay as active as possible. Keep them as strong as possible. Keep as much mobility in them as possible. And that will push that down the road. For sure. Okay. So you were like, all right, I need to learn how to do this. Correct. What made you think I knew at all what I was doing? Well, I watched you in high school Mm -hmm. lift and you were big into sports. So I knew you were, you at least, you know, were athletic. So you kind of knew what you were doing. Mm -hmm. And, (laughs) and, um, you had been working out, you said a year before me and i just always kind of assumed that you just lifted weights well i had gotten back a little blurb on mine i had gotten back into the gym and working out and because i had really fallen off so at that point i would have been 25 oh shoot no i'd have been 27 ish yeah 27 between 27 and 28 and so i had started really hitting it going back because intermittently i had had bouts of it and i'd stayed active enough but i had gotten to my heaviest and for me people will gawk at this and that's fine but i was always very lean and so i had gotten fat i was like 195 pounds i had a little bit of chunk for the first time in my life i know (laughs) poor me oh poor you and um And I was like, okay, that's enough. Like, I got to figure this out. But my problem, which I don't have anymore, was I had gotten burnt out in college from a couple buddies because I quit seeing the point. And then so like in 2017, that's what led me to like do the marathon because I was like, I need I need some sort of goal to aim towards. And besides just being healthy now, I don't need that. Now there's very it's very much an intrinsic thing for me. But um, yeah, so I have had extensive experience but for about three ish years wow i hadn't i hadn't really been in consistently okay but that's what i studied in college and so it's like like riding a bike like i did it for you know starting when i was 14 until i was like like consistent every day sports in high school and then in college every day so until i was like 22 and then from like 22 you had done it for 22 to like 25 ish 26 it was like eh. So that was my main reason because mm-hmm. I figured, well, you know, I don't want to hire, I don't want to hire a personal trainer and I don't want to do it on my own and possibly injure myself because, mm-hmm. you know, when you're lifting weights and you start getting heavy in weights, you don't want to do it wrong because you can seriously injure yourself. And yep. And I see people doing it wrong all the time. And I'm like, for Why? sure. Yeah. So you were my best bet. Yeah. At that point. And, um, yeah, so that's why I reached out, and I think I told you I didn't want to do anything crazy because, you know, I didn't want to get injured, and I just kind of wanted to take things slow to kind of, you know, fill it out mm-hmm. to see um, what I could do, and then I just also saw how much stress it relieved because lifting... How quickly did you see that? Instantly? Um, I would say probably after, you know, the first week after, you know, you, you can walk. You're <laughs> yeah. so sore. You get, yeah, because the first couple <laughs> weeks are just nothing but just deadly sore because your muscles are like, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. And then after that, it's kind of like you'll get some periodic soreness when you push yourself. 
But like it's it's more like it's like a walk like you can get around just exactly. Fine. Um, I would say maybe three weeks into it. Yeah, I saw. Um, do you remember like uh, was it was there a specific moment or do you remember just a general feeling like what was kind of the light bulb for you? Um, I think it was because I wasn't as stressed out about school. Yeah, you were just, like, sitting there, like, I'm not super worried about it? Yeah, because... And you're like, why am I not super worried about it? I'm always Exactly, yeah, because I was still online at this yeah. point, and, um, because OCCC decided to, you know, go Everybody super did. slow. Everybody yeah. did. Yeah. It's fine. Um, but I was still, um, online, and I think, uh, I don't remember what classes I was taking, but I, I just remember I wasn't as stressed out about tests. Mm-hmm. Um... And the material I was learning, um, and I just felt calm and confident that, hmm. you know, I can do it. Like, I, I'd never had that thought before. Yeah. And then it also gave me enough time to get in a routine of doing it. Mm-hmm. Therefore, um, that was part of my routine, waking up, going to the gym, showering, going to the library, doing schoolwork. And it just, I don't know, it just felt easier. Yeah. And my day was accomplished. I wasn't mm-hmm. just dreading By getting like up. By like 8 a.m., you've already done... An hour and a half worth of workout. Yeah, yeah, it's like, oh, I've... And when you see that you can do that much before, like, really, most, a lot of people even get up and get going. Exactly. You're like, oh, I can kill this day. And at the very least, you're always like, well, I got a good workout in the day, so I've done something today, if the rest of the day's a wash. Yeah. And I really feel like working out... Um, made me do better in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw um, whenever I started getting into some hardcore classes, um, I sustained better grades. Hmm. Um, and I was more confident in class. And because shortly after um, April that summer, we went into person. Yeah. So I was taking in-person classes at that, that summer, but yeah, so I think it made me more just confident all around. Cool. And yeah. Do you remember the first, um, so like, so you message me and I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll train you. And from my perspective, I'm like, oh sweet. This is awesome. But then I also know you and I'm like, I can't overdo it or push her too hard too early because then you're going to quit and be like, nope, not doing this. And it's going to be a problem. And so for me, as someone, that's what's funny is you said like, yeah, and told you I don't want to do anything crazy. And so immediately I'm like, crap, <laughs> how am I supposed to train you? And, no snatches. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not doing anyways. And I don't really promote, but yeah, I was just like, okay, okay, okay. Um, I was like, so I, it was a bit of a challenge for me because you're technically considered what they call a special population, mm-hmm. meaning you have certain considerations because you have a chronic um, issue and um, you're, you're just so new to this. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm, you know, at the level that I'm kind of training at, there's a basis of knowledge. I kind of know what I'm capable of. I know what I'm doing a little bit. So I, I can, I have freedom to, to push experiment and, and do that sort of thing. So I was like, all right, cool. And so um, I know I was... I was like ground zero. It was weird to go ground zero. Like, okay, like she doesn't know how to do anything yeah. because the other thing <laughs> that I run into is sometimes I'm like, people tell me that and I'm like, all right, cool. And I start to go ground zero and they're like, no, no, no. Like I know that, but they tell me after the fact and I'm like, you need to stop me. I'm trying to figure out where you're at, where exactly. your knowledge base is at. And I can start from there. Cause I don't want to sit here and tell you a bunch of stuff you already know. Cause yeah. I don't like when that happens for sure. But, uh, talk to me about kind of maybe those first, those first few sessions we had in the gym, um, what were your thoughts going into it? What was it like? You know, what were your thoughts during it? Maybe how you felt after? And then um, just, just kind of that starting process, because I'm curious. Because a lot of people, a lot of people are, right, are in your chair. Mm-hmm. They, they want to get stronger. They want, they want to explore into strength training, but they're so... It's so intimidating. They yeah. have no idea what to, there's machines, there's free weights, there's, 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 there's racks and, and, and barbells that you can do. There's cable machines, there's functional body weight, there's TRX straps, like yeah, there's kettlebell workouts. Kinds there's, of stuff. And you can, there's a million different ways to work out. 
And so, and that was another problem that I faced getting back into the gym. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go super simple. I'm going to start from there. And I'm going to build yep. out. I'm going to go back to my roots. And mm-hmm. that worked for me. And so, cause Juliana kind of in the same boat where she's like, I don't know anything. And I try and train her and we're still figuring that out. But, um, well, but, actually, but it can be super intimidating. So tell yeah, me about for sure. that. Um, I remember the first time we worked out, um, it was an evening. Cool. Cause I don't, <laughs> I do. I could not walk the next day. <laughs> um, it was an evening. Yeah. Tell um, me this. Did we have to start on a Monday? For those of you who don't know, that's don't a weird remember. thing about Rachel. She's queen of saying, I'll start that next week. And it's not because she's your typical person who's like tomorrow and just puts stuff off and then never gets to it. It's because she's so type A in that sense of I have to start at the beginning of the week. Yep. And so she's committed, but it's frustrating. Anyways. Um, I don't remember if it was a Monday, but I remember it was an evening and we went back to the strong corner and where all the squat racks are. It's where all said, the power racks are. It's yep. my favorite place. It's where I do a lot of my workouts. And I'd always been intimidated by squats and bench and deadlift yeah. because, you know, whenever I would see people doing it, they're doing big weights. All the meatheads. Yeah. Gym rats. And um, you said, all right, now this bar weighs 45 pounds. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. And you said, okay, I'm going to show you the form of a squat. Here's the mirrors. This is what you need to do. We are both going to have a bar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because um, we went of an evening to where there wasn't, like, we were just right in the sweet time before it got packed yeah. to where we could both have a bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we just did squats together with no weight. And um, to kind of, you, you showed me. And then you put your bar up and you had me do some sets just with the bar. And I was wore out. Because, you know, you think 45 pounds doesn't sound that much until you've never used those muscles before. Well, you haven't used those muscles to lift more than your body weight. And now you have. And so that's what you really have to consider is if you weigh whatever you weigh, you weigh 150 pounds. You add 45 pounds on your back. That's 195 pounds that your body now has to move. So a fun, a fun experiment, someone who's not been strength training, you could do do 25 bodyweight squats, do three sets of 25 or four, you know, just go to yeah. 100 and then tell and then see if you're sore the next day or do your muscles get tired? Yeah, because, yeah, even though yeah, you're walking do. around on your legs all day, they're not used to being worked like that. And so exactly. even, that's where even 45 to an untrained person can really kind of blow out your legs. Exactly. Um. So we did that, and then we moved on to bench, and um, I didn't really have, I mean, I had, a, I thought I had a decent amount of upper body strength. Then the bar came, and that bar is heavy. <laughs> another, Still 45 pounds. Another 45-pound bar, yeah. and I can't tell you how long I benched the bar. I mean, a good while, because um, also strength training just kind of puts you in perspective of wow, I really am, uh, in other, in lesser terms, weak, and I need to get stronger. Yeah, it makes you feel real small. <laughs> yes, real it does. small. You're like, golly, I can't even do this this many times? You're exactly. Like, I suck. So then you had me do leg curls, leg extensions, yeah. flies, um, and I think that was it because I think you realized how tired I was. Well, it doesn't take a lot. No. and And... I didn't want you to get overwhelmed, you know? And so I was like, all right, yeah. so what you do is, you know, the basic structure is you do a compound lift, which works multiple muscle groups. And mm-hmm. that's like your squat, your bench, your deadlift, cleans, whatever. And, and ideally you do those typically with a barbell, you know, and, and, it, and it, you know, squats, they'll focus on one set. And then you do your auxiliary lifts where yep. it's like you target single muscle groups. Like, oh, you do leg extensions, that's your quads. And then hamstring curls is your hamstrings. And then you do you know, pec flies and, and you do reverse flies and that works your, your pecs and then your, your rear deltoids and your mm-hmm. rhomboids and your traps and your back and, and you do all that. And that's like a good, very, very simple base oh, to yeah. start on. So anyways, yeah. So you're super sore. Yeah. And, and, um, so I wake up the next morning, I could barely walk. <laughs> my legs were sore. Mm. My back was sore. I mean, everything hurt. And I said, Wow. I am so out of shape. I need to get back in the gym. And the only way I know how to do this is just work out this soreness. So I went on a walk at Lake Hefner and felt better after that. And um, 
really the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Started going to the gym very consistently and um, was getting stronger and like so now, said, more yeah. confident and now I love it. Like mm-hmm. it's so now what life. are your what are your numbers on on the major lifts? Deadlift, squat, bench. What do they look like? Let's see. Bench, um 95 pounds, getting ready to bump up to 100. And what are the sets for that? Uh 3 by 10. 3 by 10. Okay. Squat is 155. Uh uh-huh. 3 by 10. Jeez. <laughs> Deadlift is 165 mm-hmm. or 170. One of those two, three by 10. Hmm. Not bad. Yeah. So yeah, three by 10 is it, three by 10 is also a good place to start because it's, it's yeah, it's higher reps. You might see some people, no, you need to do it in three by five or five by five. You can go heavier and really build on and pack yeah. on the muscle. And it's like, yeah, you can, but it's a, it's a simple, simple way to place to start. And there's a million ways to step up. Um, what do your maxes look like? Do you know? Have you last time you maxed? What were they like? Anyways, um, probably what I'm doing now. Really? Yep. So now you're repping what you maxed last time. Correct. And I don't know if you I remember need... those first few times. What we maxed once a month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was once a month, and I remember I would come home. I remember I would be so excited because I maxed out on mm-hmm. squat at like 105. Yeah. And I would come home to Brett and be like, I maxed out at 105. And he'd be like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, that, but that's the thing, though, is like it's very much a personal mm-hmm. you versus you mindset. And so you got to be careful as a friend of someone to, lot, to not poke fun at too much. And you, like there's a, there's a line. It's like, oh, 105, like you'll, you'll live with the big kids someday. But to also be like, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Because previously you couldn't do that. Exactly. And now you're repping 155. Mm-hmm. And that's in like two, a little under two years. And which... Also, there's a short game, a long game. You saw big gains, and then I'm sure you kind of hit a plateau, yeah? Oh, yeah. Hit a plateau, because I remember when I started working out, I mean, within like a week and a half, I was just slimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started seeing the muscle gain. Because mm-hmm. I think I've, in, in a little under two years, I've put on about 20 pounds of muscle. Yeah, and now here's where the girls are going to freak out. Because girls, you hear this a lot, girls don't strength train. Why? Because they don't want to get buff and bulky like men. Well, newsflash, that's a fallacy. True. You can get that way. But the girls that you see that are like buff, buff, they, they lift like crazy. They lift like twice a day. Oh, and they have to. Because yeah. you don't have the same, same hormonal profile as men. Mm-hmm. Men, given the fact we have testosterone and whatnot, we naturally will start lifting and we can look, and we'll look extremely muscular and buff. Yeah, you'll look, you'll look more fit as female. But also women carry more subcutaneous fat on average than yeah. men do. And so that means, like, I see plenty of women that lift, they're there regularly, and they just look like regular women. I mean, they look fit, but it's like they're over there cranking out some weights, and they're not super buff heads. Yeah, and they're not super cut, too, like yeah. a guy can get. Mm-hmm. And so, and so that's, that's a common fallacy. So, But yeah, so you put on 20 pounds of muscle. Now, if anyone's listening and paying attention, they'd say, hold on, didn't you start doing this because you wanted to lose weight? So let's talk about that. Lose, um, losing weight versus kind of body composition. What well, I would say... Because I remember you called me one, at some point and was like, hey, I, like, I was down however many pounds, and now I weighed again, and I'm like, back up to that weight. Yes, I did, because I was freaking out a little bit, because me As not, anyone would. Yeah, because me not knowing... Um, how lifting weights are and muscle weight compared I mean, you to... Sl- you slimmed down and you lost that fat initially that a lot of us yeah. would lose. And you lost... How many pounds did you lose initially? Do you know? Um, I lost about 30 pounds. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was like 10. No. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I lost about 30 pounds in a, uh, I would say almost a year. Mm-hmm. And then I started lifting weights and... Okay, so this is... Wait, hold on. 30 pounds in a year, and then you started lifting. So this would have been before you started lifting, you lost 30. Correct. And um, I started seeing my... Man, were you that big? Yeah. I don't remember. We'll have to look at pictures. Uh, I can show you pictures. Okay. Um, And I started seeing my weight creep back up. And I said, oh no, this isn't good. I'm doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And then I said, 
what am I doing wrong? And I thought, nothing. I'm lifting weights. That's when I texted you. Yeah. And you reassured me that I'm just putting on muscle and muscle weighs mm. more than fat does. Yeah. And I said, oh, cool. So I'm just building muscle. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is. Um, yeah. Well, well but, and, that's, and that's an important conversation. So tied in with that is that's where I taught you about body composition change. And I remember you were confused. A part of this confusion was you said, I, cause you, you took, do you still take progress pictures at all? Or no, you haven't really. Re- yeah. See, cause now you just do it and it's just part of life. And yeah. you're like progress. I'm, I'm here. I'm just now getting stronger. I am the progress. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah. So you said, cause part of that was, you were like, okay, I was, I was back down some weight and you know, and, and obvious, like your pants fit better, your clothes fit better. And then you were like, but now I step on the scale and I'm back to that weight. Yeah. But then you were like, but my pants still fit better. Exactly. And you were confused. And I was like, that's called body composition. And that's where I talked to you about, yeah, muscle weighs more than fat. And everyone always hears that. But really, I remember in college one time we got to do an activity. They have, it was at some like fair or whatever, uh-huh. all, the, all the majors and the kinesiology one went over to the booth and they had five pounds of fat. And it was, like bigger than my head, bigger than your head, probably about as big as your head, maybe a little bit bigger. Wow. And then five pounds of muscle. And it was size wise about the size of your hand, but maybe like five hands stacked on top. So not, you know, it was half to a third of the size of the, of the five pounds of fat. And that is a good visual of like, so here's what we say. Muscle weighs more than fat. Here's what we mean. Exactly. And cause, cause fat is kind of like marshmallow. Yeah, it's like it's real. It's not very well. It's like dense, but it's kind of spread out. It's aired out, and muscles very very dense and yes. compact. So yeah, and that's when I told you, hey, you need to get rid of your regular scale that only measures pounds. And this is why people shouldn't just measure by pounds. It's it's a good starting point, and you yeah. need to keep track of your weight for sure. But the, but you really need if you're going to stick with this long term, you need a scale that has the electrodes that will that will estimate. BMI and body fat percentage and all that stuff, because that will give you a clearer picture because like you experienced, you're like, my clothes still fit way better. Uh And you had, you had pictures where you were like, I look way better, but I I supposedly weigh weigh the same and now even more. So, okay. So you've even gained weight. Yeah. How much are you up then from that starting point? Um, like 20 pounds. Dang. So I was like one... 168. So, so let's walk through this. Let's go to Super Fat Rachel. Yes. Lost 30 pounds. Like, <laughs> let, let's give us markers. Just an so idea. I think have to be I, exact weight. I think the smallest before I started lifting was like 165. No, but what was the large, large? Oh, like 180 something. Okay. So you're in the 180s. You lose those 30 pounds. And then you want to start strength training. And okay. And I gained 20 pounds of muscle. So I'm back up to like 180. So you initially lost a little bit of weight. Yeah. And then you, and then you packed on and now you're like in the one eighties again, yeah, which was where, which was super fat, Rachel. Yes. Um, we're just going to use, yeah, that's just, that doesn't offend me. It's cool. Well, you're not her anymore. No, no. (laughs) she's dead. She's dead and gone in the past. There's pictures of her. (laughs) She's dead and gone. Oh yeah. Uh, we killed her. Uh, so yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's still like, you know, I still maybe could be a little bit like, Oh why am I 20 pounds heavier? But how do you, I'm sure you can think back and think about how you feel. Oh, I felt terrible. Mm -hmm. I felt tired and just lazy Mm -hmm. and I felt bad for myself. And Mm I, I remember telling myself, okay, tomorrow I will start eating healthy. Yeah. I will just eat salads. I will just uh-huh. do this. Just starve yourself. Exactly. Yeah. And then I thought there mm-hmm. has to be a better way to do this mm-hmm. than, you know, what I'm thinking. And, you know, trying to lose weight doesn't just happen overnight. Nope. It's a long, hard journey. Little by little, you shave it off. And there's exactly. a long game. Like, there, there's a difference between, like, all right, I want to start looking. I want to lose a little bit of weight, get a little bit thinner. And then, like, for me, it's been that first year. It's like, okay, started kind of lose weight, lose weight, and, and feel a little bit better, look a little bit muscular. And then it was like, and then it's building that 
back yeah. to, to really getting like, wow, okay, I can see my abs now. Like I can see like hard tonal definition. I can definitely feel a difference in, in, in like my overall body shape. That exactly. is gradual. And it took yes. me, I remember this last summer, I finally, I don't know, I, I either was in a picture or just in the mirror. And I was like, pretty sure I look different. And I tracked down a picture <laughs> of like from like mid 2020 or something or late 2020 in the gym that I took. And I was like, oh yeah, way different. Oh yeah, way different. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a long game. And that's, that's a hard part about it. It is because um, also just, just trying to lose weight when you first start is mm-hmm really hard because your stomach is so expanded yeah from just eating you know it can't even it, maybe it's not just crap but it's just a lot mm-hmm. it and can then hold a ton. eating only like three meals proportional yeah. normal size meals and then with a healthy snack and then drinking water is hard because mm-hmm. you're hungry all the time yep but once your stomach shrinks back to like what you're eating um, if you're not working out, cause I know when you work out, you're always hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier because your body's used to only eating this type of meal and also this type of food, because if you eat something bad, your body hates you mm-hmm. and your gut is pissed. So then you think, Oh, I'm not going to eat that anymore because it makes me feel bad. Right. So you kind of got to get through the hard to get to the good you know that good feeling of well now it kind of feels nice that my body rejects the bad stuff yeah yeah no i'm there now after going carnivore it's like when i eat bad like if i were to go and order a domino's medium pizza and eat the whole thing tonight i would be gassy i would be bloated i would feel horrible then tomorrow and it would be a struggle mm-hmm. and it, that's one downside to really cleaning up your eating your body's not used to the crap and you can't just take it like an iron stomach i mean i still can eat plenty of bad stuff and be for the most part all right i'll just have a lot of gas oh yeah i know mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so you're so now um oh so one iterate a couple iterations that i want to touch on is let's talk about um when I tried to experiment with you when i was experimenting with my workouts and i added in crazy workouts and how that went and how that and and shifting your routine, your workout routine. Remember when I started making you do knees over toes stuff? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I remember that, and I really enjoyed it because it. I don't have very good knees. Right. And and I was like, Rachel has bad knees. She needs yeah. to do this. And at first, I was like, What the heck are these workouts? They're weird. And and I had that little mind in my head saying, Everyone's watching you, and I'm yeah, thinking, yeah. No, they're not. Maybe just four people are watching me thinking, mm-hmm. what is she doing? Mm-hmm. But um, I did it and my knees felt really good and I felt good. Yeah. Um, and I did it for, I don't know, a couple months. And then, um, I don't know, like it didn't hurt. My knees didn't hurt when I go up and down stairs. Because normally whenever I'd go upstairs or downstairs, my knees would just ache, ache a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I got flexible enough to where I could touch my toes Mm -hmm. and I could put my hands flat on the ground. I'm a first. And, um, I don't know. It was just, it was just good because I kind of gotten stagnant and just lifting weights a little bit because I was doing the same thing. Well, and that's where you can get caught in the rut. And so people like to talk about the plateau. Yep. And I think a lot of times it's more of a rut. It's a lot of times you get caught in it and then you get comfortable with that and you have to kind of push your boundaries, switch up exactly. your sets, um, take less breaks, experiment with doing, hey, you know what? I'm not going to do regular bench press. I'm going to do incline or I'm going to do front squat, overhead squat, or I'm going to do this thing and throw in a wrinkle to throw yourself off and you won't like it very much. Yeah. But it's good to always be kind of adapting, experimenting and working new things or just adding other lifts. For sure. Mm -hmm. So it was a good kind of mix up and it um, helped me focus on a different way to work out mm-hmm. and perfect that technique. Yeah, because it was more body weight, at least yeah. to start. And, and balance. Yeah, My lots goodness. of balance, lots of sh- what he calls it strengthening through lengthening. So yes. you're simultaneously stretching while working those muscles so they get stronger as they're stretching as opposed to just static stretching. Yeah. Or just doing a a squat like now i use heel wedges on my squat so i can squat all the way to the floor and like what today i did five sets of each 
And so I would do a set of five with the heel wedges and then a set of five without because I do want to get my flat footed squat and it works slightly different muscles. Um, when you have the wedges, it focuses really on your quads. But I, I, I want to get to where I can go all the way, what they call ass to grass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to be able to go ATG um, without wedges to have that full range of motion, but I don't. And so I need to, what the wedges do is they put me, they allow me to squat in that way. But at the same time, a lot of times, the best way to get better at like, oh, I want my range of motion to be better in this exercise, insert X exercise here, yeah. is to do that exercise and to, because what I find is I'm so stiff, mm-hmm. I have to go in, throw 150 pounds on the bar, and then do a set of squats, and that gets me warm. And from my first set to my last set, it's probably like a, I go like 10 degrees further. Wow. Or more sometimes, so depending on the, no, it opened the, that passive yeah. weight with gravity pushes me and I allow myself to go a little bit deeper every time. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately how I'm going to get there. So that's anyways, nice. yeah. yeah. So you did that for a little bit. Are you doing any of that anymore at all? Um, I do a little bit, uh, maybe just whenever my, I know this sounds bad, but just maybe just whenever my knees are hurting mm. a little bit. And or whether you tell tight. me the truth or not, doesn't change what's <laughs> happening. So you might as well tell me the truth. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. or just whenever I think about it, yeah. cause I'm like, well, you know, this did benefit me very mm-hmm. well. Um, maybe I should throw it into my mix, mm-hmm. maybe not the entire workout, but yeah. you know, some of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, so yes, I, I still do it a little bit, maybe not, definitely not as much as I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did, I mean, it did help me surprisingly yeah. because I'm not going to lie. I was a little skeptical. I'm like, is this stuff really going to work? It's weird. You're like, what am I doing? And then you get done and you're like, whoa. Yeah. And you start walking over. So here's, you know, here's what, here's what I do. And, um, what I would say you should try, uh, it'll make your workouts a little bit longer, but it's worth it. I basically do some version of it. Mm -hmm. I do most of the, the base little, because you can, you can crank through them in five minutes. Oh yeah. It's, it's my warm up now. So the, the knees over toes base workout that I, that I showed you. I do that as a, that's essentially my warm up on my leg days. And oh, then I go smart. do my, because why? What did you say to do? It, it gets good blood flow to your knees. It wakes all those muscles up and all those deep hip muscles and, yep. and, and deep calf muscles. It really targets them and to really open up and get good blood flow all through your legs. And so I do that before I go squat and it's all body weight. So I crank yeah. out. I just do like, and I don't always do the same, but I will do every, I'll do, I'll do each I'll hit each movement at least once. You know, I may not do all the 25 reps or whatever you're supposed to do. I may do yeah. 10 or 15, but I'm like, Hey, I'll do that. Boom. And then I go hit the squat rack and it's world's different for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, that makes sense when you're warming up muscles mm-hmm. that you're getting ready to use. You just, I mean, it's just kind of like starting yeah. up a car engine. You want to, if it's mm-hmm. cold, start it up, let the oil run a little bit. Yep. So then you don't tear up your engine. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and that's where, too, I think you always need to be thinking. Like, another thing that I watch, another reason I watch people probably too much and maybe stare and people, and who knows, it might be a little <laughs> creepy, is because I'll notice, I'll pay attention so the way someone's doing something or a, a lift that they're doing and be like, huh, I wonder if I should try that. I mm-hmm. wonder what that's working. And, like, I'll try it the next time or that time, you know? And and you can you can just try different stuff. And then eventually you'll kind of build your own personal program. So, yeah. uh, let's talk about, so you got into strength training, you got into that routine, which in some getting into that routine is breaking your current routine of no routine to going into a routine. Exactly. But, but then you faced a couple of challenges along the way. First and foremost, me moving away going on the road. Yep. And so you lost, we were working out together. And so let's talk about that a little bit. I was a little lost. Um, just because I was used to seeing you every morning, you yeah. know, on the elliptical, we get warmed up and then, you know, go do our workout. And then, um, whenever it was max day, you know, we would do maxes, but it was also just having that, I don't know, that buddy, mm-hmm. the companion there just, I mean, even if we, you know, only said a couple words to each other, the entire workout, it was just knowing that someone else is in the gym that I know that I can, you know, possibly mm-hmm. talk to or whatever. Um, but it also, I think, helped me 
Um, because you also, whenever you were still here before you moved, you may not know this, but you were kind of like my accountability mm -hmm. without you probably knowing you were my accountability. Because I always knew whenever we worked out, you were going to the gym no matter what. Yep. And I mean, rain or shine, if it's snow apocalypse, it was you're going. and the gym was closed <laughs> and I was pissed. I was like, that's snow. I got four by four. We're going to the gym. I remember we packed up and we went to the gym. They're freaking closed. I was so mad. <laughs> and um, I just thought, well, you know, because it was really it was really good for me on the mornings mm -hmm. that I didn't want to go because I was tired. Yeah. Because I, you know, I didn't get to bed early enough, so I was tired. And I just thought, well, Gus is going to be there. If I don't go, then Gus is going to, you know, ask me why I wasn't there. Yep. And then I'm going to feel bad. And then I'm going to be off my routine. And it's good to have a gym, buddy. So you kind of helped me in that. So then whenever you moved away and we track each other on our watch workouts, mm -hmm. I was afraid. I'm like, great. So now I really have to go to the gym because now I know that if I don't end a workout and he sees it or doesn't see it when he knows I'm supposed to be working out, I'm going to get a text. Yeah. And say, hey, get that ping. why didn't you go to the gym today? Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you, sick? Yeah. Are you dead? Mm-hmm. And um, so that's also what kind of kept me going was, well, I know Gus is probably working out and mm -hmm. I know he would want me to do it. So I'm going to do it. Were you nervous about because, well, and I don't, I don't remember at this point what it was like, but I know definitely for the first probably year or so it was really, or for, for the first month, few months, you know, I was kind of leading, I was training you essentially. Yeah. Right. And so now, now my training style is such that I want people who want to be able to train on themselves because why this might happen. Situations might change. You might not be able to afford a trainer. You might move away. Whatever happens. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, and if you're just, oh, I just want a trainer because I want someone to tell me to do it. I don't want to think about it. It's like, well, look, at the very least, you need to know the basics of working out. Exactly. So if need be, you can work out on your own and you won't feel totally lost. But, um, and you'd kind of gotten the routine down. But was there any struggle at all when it was like, oh, like when, when you kind of lost that lead and you had to kind of self-lead or no? Nope. Yeah, you were good by that point? I was fine because mm -hmm. I just thought, well, you know, I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. I know exactly what I'm doing, and I'm just going to do my routine. Sweet. So that's what I did. I had no, no issues. And, good. Um, yeah. Means I, did, means I did my job right. Yep. <laughs> um, so second big, one, big shift was you moved. You moved, and so you yes. had to switch gyms, and now you go to a Gold's gym, and it's a totally different setup. It's yes. not as good as your old gym. No. Talk about that trans, and you had to shift. You had to go from working out in the morning to the evening. Yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, yeah, so I moved, and my old gym would be about a 25-minute drive, and to be frank, I just didn't want to drive 25 minutes to the gym. Yeah. And I started searching around and there's this Gold's Gym that's like half mile from my house. And um, so I got a membership there, went and toured it. And I was like, okay, you know, this will work. But then with my school schedule, because um, I go to school from 8 to 3 mm -hmm. or even sometimes 4.30. Um, and then I also have clinicals into that. But um, I didn't... I wasn't super comfortable with school yet to be able to want to wake up at early in the morning to then go to school because I didn't know what the workload would be. So I didn't want to, you know, be super tired. Mm -hmm. So I just started working out in the evenings and it was, it was, it was a struggle. Um, just because I was so used to my old gym and how big it was, how roomy it was, the people who were there, mm -hmm. the equipment they had. It was newer. The equipment was newer. Um, that when I went to my new gym, everything's kind of older. It's smaller. Um, they don't have as many power racks. Um, you got to wait a little bit longer for machines. It was just a hard, it was, it was a struggle. And I caught myself thinking, I don't want to come to the gym anymore. Yeah. Because it's, it's hard, mm -hmm. and I don't like the routine, and I miss my old routine, and I should have just stayed there. You know, 
all these thoughts are coming in my head. And I yeah. said, you know, I just need to suck it up and quit complaining. And maybe I just need to come earlier. Maybe I need to come yeah. at a different time because I've made my decision. I kind of already have a routine here. I'm going to stay here. And so I just kind of toughened up and learned to like it. And now I do. Found a way. Yep. Just powered through. I mean, it took a solid month. Yeah. To get used, maybe month and a half, because I was just, and also I kind of felt stagnant in my workouts. Um, I wasn't pushing myself as hard because I wasn't happy. Mm-hmm. And then one day, and I kind of did it, I didn't see as much um, change and mm-hmm. strength. And I'm like, I'm just stagnant. What am I doing? I need to up my stuff. I need to, you know, actually move on with my lifts. Yeah. So I'm like, I've been lifting this stuff for way too long. Mm-hmm. I know I can do more. And I decided to up my weights. And I think when I upped my weights with everything, it made me happier because I was like, okay, I'm, I'm more comfortable here mm-hmm. and I'm going to stay. You're like, oh, it's kind of a crappier situation, but guess what? I can still get stronger and still lift more. I just got to be a little bit willing to change and adapt. And that's a, because, you know, on one hand, your strength training, like is, is an outlet to be able to physically and emotionally and mentally load off a lot of the stress For sure. while getting healthier. And I don't like saying more in shape because it's, it's so much more than that. Well, getting healthier. Yeah. And, but it's also a routine and having to shift that routine. And while I talked about getting creative and shifting up your routine on purpose, like it's funny, don't ask me what, what my like hardcore regimen is because it shifts in, <laughs> in just in slight little things. I'm like, what do I need to do? I don't have like a written thing where it's like my workout plan and you can yeah. work out with me. You don't want to work. I, I, I work out like I dance. I'm always improving a little bit. I have a basic structure. It's a basic move, but I'm always improving a little bit. And, there you go. Um, but that's an important aspect where it gets lost because you don't want to be the person. That's why like, I hate on the New Year's people is because why? They wait to New Year's and they're like, yep. they, they start when it's convenient. And so then when it gets inconvenient, they, that's where they drop off. Exactly. Or they get tired or the, whatever. And so. Whether it's like having, having those little changes, being able to face them. And the more you strength train, the more you'll be able to handle. And the more you can build that into your routine and commit to it, yeah. the more you can handle a situation like you handle where you're like, you had to shift gyms or, or first and foremost, you know, you lost your workout buddy. Then you had to shift gyms when you moved and it's a totally different setup. And you're like, yep. what the crap is going on? But you just kept going. Cause that's what you did. And then eventually you found that path. And then that's a microcosm for life. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, that's what life is going to do to you. You're gonna, something's going to happen. Things are going to shift. You're going to have to adapt. You're gonna, and it's going to suck for a little while. And then you're going to get through it. And then you're going to be like, oh, this is... You're going to look back and be like, I did it. Yeah, for I sure. Mm-hmm. So that's where you're at now then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm still there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I really mm-hmm. like it. But I'm, I'm going to make another change. Um, I think I, no, I not think I know I'm going to go back to morning workouts Uh huh. because there was one morning I went to my gym in the morning cause I could. Yeah. And I loved it. There was like no one there. <laughs> I didn't have to wait on anyone. It was just a bunch of old people and <laughs> me. And I said, this is amazing. Morning crew is a lot different than yeah. late. Yeah. I mean, I was, and and I, I've always been going mornings. And so there's a couple of times recently where I had to go in the evening. And I went and I was like, this is a totally different ball game. Oh, yeah. It's uh, like, I don't know. To me, it's like the real cool kids, like the real gym rats go in the morning. And then like the cool, the wannabe cool kids go in the evening. For sure. And, 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 and it's just like, you see, you don't see a ton of people taking pictures of flex pick selfies or butt selfies and I don't know like it's just it's so much better you don't realize how not busy the morning is until you go in the evening or vice versa and you're like oh my gosh yeah I didn't have to wait on anything Mm -hmm. it was amazing no I have to wait on sometimes I have to I have to wait yeah a couple minutes on something and I'm like I'm not I'm just not gonna do it today I'll find another way to do this (laughs) work out this muscle yeah I've gone a couple times where someone's there's this one guy at my gym Mm -hmm. who as soon as he gets a squat rack he does like his squats 
Then he does overhead press. Yeah. Then he does his shoulders. And then he does like um, stationary lunges. All in, in the, the squat, squat rack. rack. I get it. It's a one-stop shop. And that's cool if that's your at-home gym. But at a commercial gym like that, it's like, bro, do the squats. You can do all of those other things in a different area. Exactly. Other people want to do it. And so I'll go, so I'll, do, I'll do half my workout mm-hmm. waiting. And because I've just gotten used to, oh, that's taken, I'll go do a workout. Yeah. Oh, that's taken, mm-hmm. I'll go do a workout. Well, that's another good thing because you don't want to just sit there and sit there. I watched a guy, he did it at the wrong time. He was behind me in line for the strong corner. Mm. And I only had to wait a couple minutes. And here's a fun exercise that I've started doing. If I have to wait a semi-significant amount of time and I don't want to go do another workout because sometimes I've done that and I don't make it back to that machine... Just do one minute planks. Just do like a one minute plank, yeah. and then take like a little break, then do another one minute, and you and all of a sudden you you'll do like two planks, and you're like, oh, it's open. I barely did anything. Yeah, it, <laughs> it helps the time fly. But this guy, apparently, the people who I got the rack from, they were they were the only ones who'd been there any amount of time because the rest of them stayed. Got like they they were guys still on racks. When I finished my workout, and think about this, oh I did a gosh. light warm up. I did five by five with two squat variations in there. So that's 50 reps of squat that I, holy crap, it's 50 reps of squat that I, that's why my legs are so tired. <laughs> um, that's like 20 and, minutes. Yeah, and then, yeah, exactly. And then I got off, and there were still people there. <laughs> Gosh. He waited a while. Yeah, I would have gone and done three workouts and mm. then come back. Yep. Yep. So, but yeah, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's good now and I've kind of got used to the setup. I still don't really like the sauna because my old gym sauna would get like really, really hot. Yeah. And this one doesn't? No. Like there's been a couple times where I've been like, oh, this is decently hot. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's just like. It's like a weird warm room. Eh, it could be hotter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I hate, I watch someone hold the door open and I'm like, shut the freaking I door. I barely crack, I crack the door enough to slip out and I slip out because you got to keep that heat in. Yeah. Cause then, cause then you got five minutes of lukewarm and it's like before it gets hot again and uh, people, some people just don't understand. Well, the door at my sauna, it doesn't, um, close automatically. Like you, you, you have you, to pull it. You have to pull it closed. And that's so, what it was. That's what my one in Houston was like that. It's a it's a nightmare. So um, there's a girls and boys locker, and each locker has, has a, sauna. a sauna. That's how it was in Houston, yeah. And the girls sauna, the girls just don't understand, I guess, how heat works. And so they'll just open the door super slow on their phone, look yeah. around to see who's in there, and then close the door. Ninety percent of the heat is gone, and I am so pissed. I've had some girls come in there and be like, because. So you can turn on or off the lights. Yeah. And I really don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm usually, you know, listening to a podcast, listening to songs, whatever, trying to cool down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm just keeping to myself and I have my headphones in and I've had two times a girl has come up to me and disturbed me from my meditation type thing and said, yeah. can I turn off the lights? Uh, just turn them off. Like, just turn them off. You don't have to ask me for permission. I won't say, why'd you turn off the lights? I was enjoying the lights. Just turn them off. I won't be. I mean, and then, and then if I am upset, but why'd you turn off the lights? And then we have a conversation about it. Exactly. But I don't know. That just throws Plus, off if, my Plus, if sauna. I didn't want someone to turn off the lights, I'd probably look at every person who walked in. And then you could say, hey, do you mind if I turn off the light? But if I'm like not looking around, not doing anything, I probably don't care what's going on. I'm exactly. Not, I'm not here. Just, just turn off mm-hmm. the lights. But yeah, so that's really the only, I guess, downside to yeah. it is the sauna is just not very hot. Um, but yeah, so next week I'm going to start, I'm going to wake up at 5.15, I mm-hmm. think, and go do a workout because I can be home by 6.30, shower, nice. and be, yeah. be to school by 7. Nice. Um, so that's Switch my... back to morning crew. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm morning crew all day. Well, there's something about starting your day with it. Exactly. I miss it. That, that like, it just, it's like you're, it's like 10 times better than morning coffee. Yeah. Starting your day with a, with a, just a banger of a workout. No, but, for sure. Yeah. And I, I miss it because that, that's what I did for almost, you know, almost a year. Yeah. And then, you really built that out and then you had to switch. Yeah. That was a hard thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. To kind of wrap up, let's talk about 
kind of a summarization of your your strength training journey, what it's helped you with, what are some of the biggest benefits? I mean, just like what do you love about strength training? Um self-confidence. Yeah. Um I would say I never super struggled with self. I mean, you weren't very confident. Okay. I will say that from my perspective. Well, you look at you look at who your family and brothers are. You were the least. You were probably the least confident. Yeah, that's fair. That's but, fair. But maybe to the average person, you were fairly confident. Yeah. Well, we'll I, say you were average. I'm gonna say to my peers, I was very confident. Yeah. Um, but I think it really helped me with confidence because, um, self confidence and also just doing hard, mm-hmm. anything hard, confidence, um, helped me with that because, I. I I proved to myself that if I put my mind to it and I work at it, um, it can be accomplished. And in in life, in school, um, working out, obviously, mm-hmm. um, anything really, it 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 helped me. So, um, self confidence, and I think it also, um, I don't know, made me a better studier. Of all things. Mental clarity. Yeah. <laughs> People, it, there's so many underrated, not talked about benefits of strength training. Part of the reason why I want to start talking about it more, maybe do a self, its own podcast about it, but that people don't realize is that the mental clarity it provides, it just pushes out all the noise and it can help you hone in and focus. It's well, yeah, crazy. Because, um, I mean, now I can sit down and study for two hours yeah, and I'm fine with that Mm -hmm. before I could not do that because I didn't know how. Yeah. And now I know how, which helps, but also just the confidence of, well, I know that if I do this, then I can accomplish what I need to accomplish. So I'm, so I'm just going to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Cool. Awesome. All right, um, so last question. I thought of this on the fly. This would be a fun question to wrap up these type of episodes. What is your workout regimen? And so like how many days a week? What, on what days do you do what? Okay. What are the lifts you do? What are the reps? So I work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. and I didn't know you only did three days a week. Mm-hmm. I tried five days, and I about died. <laughs> it was too much. Yeah? Yeah, like my my body hurt in ways that was not that was not good. <laughs> so I was like, my well, you got to be a little bit more strategic when you're working out every day and like space and be like, okay, I worked this out yesterday, so I need to get I need to have a day in between. But mm-hmm. okay, anyways, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Mondays is um I usually do like a full body workout. So Mondays squat. Right. That, that's what we started doing. I remember yeah. now. Squat and bench, flies, leg extensions. Leg curls, um, um, shoulder press, and calf raises, shrugs, and kettlebell carries yeah, yeah. on Monday. And then Wednesday, I do deadlift. Okay. And I really gotten, I've really gotten into, like, shoulder press. Yeah. <laughs> so I do shoulder press three times a week. Nice, eh? Um, so I do shoulder press, and then I do abductors and adductors. There you go. Um, I do lat pull downs and I do, um, rows and I also do, I don't know what these are called, but it's just where like you have the, the bar here or the machine thing here and you just push out like this. It's just a, that's a chest press. Yeah. Chest press. That's, 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 (laughs) that would be the poor man's bench press. Oh yeah. So I do that. Yeah. I do the machine of it though because mm-hmm. I did bench press on Monday, and then um, you should just do like incline. Oh, that's fair. And then I do. Uh, I just shoulders. personally hate. I just personally hate any all those stupid chest press machines. They're kind of worthless nope. in my opinion. <laughs> but and I would just say just do a different variation like dumbbell or incline. Uh, but anyways, carry on. This is about your routine. So then I do shoulders, uh-huh. and then I usually call it good. Nice. Um, and then Friday is more or less kind of what Monday yeah. is. And then if I just get really, really bored, I just do some random stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, awesome. 
And you kind of, we already talked about your maxes and stuff. Well, that's awesome. That's a routine. And the most important thing is, is that you have a routine and you're doing it. And yeah, there's plenty of things I'm sure that you could do better. And there's, and I have plenty of opinions on it, but it's not what I'm here to do. And that's not what it's about. And that's what I think what turns people off. And so for me personally, I have to hold my tongue a little bit and be like, no, that's good. Right? Like it's kind of like seeing the, the obese person at the gym who's like just doing the elliptical or whatever but they're sweating Mm -hmm. their brains out and it's like a lot of times those people are worried about being judged yep i judge them but not in a negative way i say that's awesome i love that right because here's my philosophy if you're at the gym so i go to the gym oh you're at the gym oh you're doing you're pushing yourself in some way exactly that's good it's better than not being at the gym and not doing anything and eating ho-hos or whatever you're doing right would be Mm -hmm. doing otherwise And so your workout routine may not be perfect and you may feel a little out of whack or be like, I don't know what I'm doing, but just going and doing something is better than nothing. No, for sure. That's a solid workout routine. Do you do anything on Tuesdays and Thursdays? Um, so it depends if I have a test. Oh yeah. Cause school. If I have a test on Wednesday, Mm -hmm. Then I'll go do a light workout yeah. or I'll just try to do the stair stepper mm-hmm. um, just to do something hard because it helps me relieve stress. Yep. Helps you focus. And um, so, yeah. So if I, it just depends on Tuesday and Thursday, if I have a test on a Wednesday mm-hmm. or a Friday. Um, but other than that, no, those are just usually mm-hmm. my stretch and recover days. Cool. What is your favorite lift or exercise to do? I like doing shrugs. Mm-hmm. Get those traps. And bees in the trap. I really like uh, bench. Yeah? I'm almost 100 pounds. Yeah, well, bench is usually <laughs> what people, you know, you joke about. People are all upper body and they got chicken legs because typically people, leg days suck for whatever. You know, they're just harder, right? And the bench is kind of the vanity thing. God, oh, I benched this much and, you know, so. But, yeah, good. Cool. Well, Rachel, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Blast. We did just over an hour. Can you believe that? My gosh. Mm-hmm. Crazy, wow. right? Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. There you have it, folks. That was Rachel coming on, talking about her fitness journey. I want to thank her for coming on and talking about that. And uh, this is obviously going to be on the Rambling. This is obviously on the Rambling Viking, but this is kind of an experiment for standalone fitness podcast. So. Yeah, because I want to talk, I want to have focused episodes more on specifically talking fitness, talking with people about their fitness, um, because I realize one of the biggest barriers is simply people, a lot of people just haven't trained before and they don't know what to do. And so I want to provide a place where it's like, hey, look, it's all right. Most of us don't know what we're doing. We're just trying stuff, but just get to the gym and do something. But yeah, let me know what you think of this episode. And if you want to come on and talk about, uh, your fitness philosophy or practice, whatever, um, please let me know. We'll have you on and we can uh, chit chat a little bit. Or if you're someone who's gone through a massive overhaul physically through, um, through strength training or something like that, uh, I would love, love to have you on and tell your story. So let me know though. That'll do it for this hefty episode. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll see you right here next time. This is your head Hanyak signing off.